Okay, looks like we're recording. So... Uh, since February 28th. February 28th was our last podcast? Yes. Day? Okay. Well, there we go. So it's, uh, it's a weird thing. And, Bruce, did you know somebody creeped down into your basement? Two people have creeped down into your basement today. Oh, counting me? Counting you. No. And you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm actually with Bruce for the first time in probably half a year, actually. Because uh, we've been doing a lot it of It was this. snowing last time you were here. So it could have been last week. Yeah, it could have been last July. So it's kind of it's Ohio for you, everybody. But it's uh, it's been a while since I've been down in Bruce's basement. It's so good to see you. Yeah, it's good seeing you. You owe me money. I do owe you money. I, I paid it kind of back today. That's fine. Yeah, the better than some Chris Burnham and Joe Casey books, which is books, nice. Right? Yep. Uh, but we have another guest with us today, Bruce. Yeah. Oh, you're just, you're just going to leave me hanging I don't know, on that He's uh, maybe taller than me. He's way taller than you, actually. Is he way taller than me? Wait, I think like Shaquille O'Neal tall, actually. 6'3". What's 6'5"? 6'5"? 5'. Okay. The, the two inches, man. Well, that's not way taller. What are you, like 5'7"? If, if you were with a woman and she had two inches difference, she would notice. In bed. Like width? Yes. <laughs> yes, because that's like Coke can. I'm <laughs> ripping holes in people. Anyways, so... Uh, like a Dick Tracy villain. His, the, his two-liter cock. Look at him. He's coming to get us, Dick. He and Prune Face used to team up. <laughs> they would double-team people? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then afterwards, you know, moisturizes the Prune Face. <laughs> the voice you're hearing is... Uh, so was is, I not supposed to tell? Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, is, uh, uh, I think, uh, kind of like a long-term, long-time friend of ours. I didn't know his name. For like the first two years, I knew him. <laughs> He's actually the first person I uh, I would talk Wally to. Yeah, for, that's yeah. fair. Because he because of his obsession with Wally West. I thought that's the only shirt he owned. Oh, okay. It's, it, you know, it's funny. Jason thought the only shirt I owned was a Fear Factory shirt. So <laughs> that makes sense. It's uh, better than Fear Factor. Yes. Anyway, what's his damn name? Joe. I always hate to say your last name. Grunenwald, right? Yes, yeah, Grunenwald. Well Good middle name. David Joe that, David Joseph You needed something David Joseph? Oops. Joseph David Oh, okay I thought you are Catholic for a second no, no. Nine no. Joe, Joe David Joseph Joseph David Joseph It's one of the Warner Brothers It just keeps going <laughs> Abernathy <laughs> Grunemann <laughs> Abernathy I like Abernathy just, You don't hear that that often no, You should You don't hear that at all Oh, that's great uh, It's a dead name I met Joe I think we both met him at Matt Ricks I'm assuming yep. Yep. Uh when I first started going back, um, I think it was right around the time when Green Lantern Rebirth came out, and I was looking for different books or whatever, and Joe and I started talking because I started picking up Teen Titans, because he was a Teen Titans fan, and I think we both started talking about um, George Press. You're, you're mm-hmm. a huge George Press fan, mm-hmm. and so am I. And Joe was the one who introduced me to the wonderful world of Grant Morrison. I own Animal Man because of Joe. And... Well, You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. My, <laughs> my life had been changed forever for comics, and I looked at comics differently ever since that day. Because of Joe. Because of Joe. It, he's that important to me. I don't think he helped me at all. He probably not. 
I don't, think I don't help most people. <laughs> this this is uh, this he, is an aberration in my life. I don't think you pointed me in the direction of anything. <laughs> I think you may have made fun of something I bought. I probably <laughs> I think you buy that it. piece of shit. <laughs> Deviate really? That's gonna last. <laughs> the high school. Hey, guy. that's gonna come back. I like deviates. Is it really gonna come back? No. <laughs> in the new fifty two. <laughs> Why not? I mean, everything else is. What's Wildcat showing up in the new fifty two? Uh, they keep talking about it. Oh really? Yeah, they're, they're they're just putting the tip in. Just a I have bit no up. idea what's. Well, Stormwatch just got canceled, so they need to. Aren't they going to bring it with some other? They moved the Martian Hunter somewhere, didn't they? Yeah, I think uh, he's on yeah, the Justice he's League of America. Justice League United. Oh yeah, now the United book. Yeah, that's one with Lex Luthor. That's no, that's Justice League. That's the main title. Okay, how many Justice Leagues are there right now? Three. Uh, yeah, right now there's three of them. There's Justice League Dark, Justice League of America. The and Dark Justice one's League. continuing. Yeah, I Justice tried League the Dark first couple continuing. issues. Jeff Lemire kept that puppy running for a little while, and who's writing it now? Is it Kent? I, Matt Kent? Um, I think that he was. I think DeMatteis took it over. Okay, actually. So I, I love Shade the Changing Man. Yeah, I've got quite a few Shade pages hanging up, but. His, yeah, that's on could, my that's on, next on my to read list actually. Oh, I I could not get into Justice League Dark. Yeah, it did, did you, okay. Did you start it with with Milligan? Yeah, when it started, which I love Milligan. Yeah, I never read any of that. I read when Lemire took over. I read his first arc on the book, and it was pretty solid. I hopped off. I don't yeah. know, five issues, four issues in. You know what? You missed a crossover too because I it was crossing over with uh, I Vampire for like. Two or three issues too. Okay, that's the Joshua Dysart thing, or was that Fal- Fialkov? Fialkov. Yeah, yeah, Josh Josh Hale Fialkov. Josh Hale Fialkov. I apologize. Yeah, so. um, it's okay. I forgive you. Anyways, <laughs> so we're on a roundabout way of talking about randomness, like we like to do. Uh, we wanted Joe. Well, I wanted Joe on the podcast. Uh, Bruce said he was against it, but I managed to talk him into it. Little, I got outvoted. It, it, a little oral helps every one now to one. Then, you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike gets to break all ties. Who <laughs> <laughs> agreed on that? It's in the bylaws. It's in the bylaws. Justin did it before he left. The I person don't know providing the hand job. <laughs> <It was laughs> the but uh, that's fair. <laughs> Um, what's the name of the website you, you work for? You work it's uh, nerdspan.com. Nerdspan. And uh, I had read a couple of Joe's articles on there. Joe is a very huge Wally West fan. And also... Uh, I respect that. Yes. Thank you. As my, yeah, exactly. As I, does my wife and son. Yeah. We and, only know Wally. And that's why I thought it would be interesting, because with the Flash TV series coming up, everything, you guys have something to hate or talk about, however you want to look at yeah. it. And then... Um, what was the other one? It was... Something about the covers or something like that. I can't. You had a, oh, there were, yeah. I, I wrote a. I wrote oh, the a number ones. The, the, the number ones. Yeah, the, yeah. That was, now. That was bullshit, really clever. Yeah. Uh, I like that one too. So I wanted to talk to. Well, he also it. does a podcast. Right. I do. I also do a, a podcast. Uh, it's called uh, the Viewmasters. The Viewmasters. It's had a couple different titles. <laughs> yeah, so the current title is the Viewmasters. That is its permanent title. And you guys watch porn together is we do watch porn okay. we actually uh it started off just looking at the little viewmaster slides <laughs> of porn of porn yeah absolutely yeah it's that's basically what you get at like the quarter peep show downtown. <laughs> um but yeah it's no. the last one of the viewmaster just a white screen yeah like, you get an up close face yeah. you've done a good thing like, you're done <laughs> it just says climax here yes <laughs> If you insist. <laughs> well, I was if you are done, please click again and go <laughs> oh, back to oh. oh, yeah. Do you get to restart it? Uh, no. If you don't, okay. Oh, oh man. Yeah, it takes it away. So she's done, you're done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Anyways. Whether you're done or not, yeah. you're done. The Viewmaster is yeah. about... Viewmasters, uh, we, we watch and uh, talk about TV shows. 
Uh, first series that we did uh, was the Justice League animated series. Great show. Uh, yeah, it's a fantastic series. No, you didn't do Unlimited. We did do Unlimited. You did do Unlimited. Yeah, okay. we did, uh, We did. I think it was 96 episodes. Wow. All 96 episodes Holy of the shit, animated sure. series. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this. This would uh, be interesting to listen to. And then to. we also, uh, at the end of that series, it was called League Night at the time. Because yeah. it was the first one that we did. At the end of that, we, uh, speaking of Grant Morrison, we reviewed the four... Uh, collections of Grant Morrison's JLA run. Sexy. So yeah, that was good stuff. I just recently started reading it, and uh, uh, the only stuff I've read from it so far, and I might have read the uh, P.A.S. to Resistance of it too, I just read um, Rock of Ages, mm-hmm. which is yeah. fucking great. Like, that's mm-hmm. such... That's a great fourth world story right there. Like, I was really impressed with how good that book was. I liked it a lot. I mean, you gotta understand, I didn't start reading comics till 05, so that book's... Uh, 15 years old now? Yeah, that would have been 90. Um, no, he started in like 97. Oh, that's right, because he had to have fucking Superman Blue in it, too. Yeah. Oh, God damn, yeah. I felt bad for him on that, actually. <laughs> I, I like the look he, of Superman Blue. Yeah. It, it was not a good Superman, but it was a good costume design. I'll, I'll go with that, okay. If and it would have been Dan anyone else. Dan Jorgens. And Morrison made it work. Yeah. Like, like he, he still wrote the character like Superman, like it was just regular Superman, yeah. just with a different power set. With the, I thought that was great. The Black Racer, who like narrates over top of a lot of those issues or whatever about like death approaching everything like that. When they're so ambiguous about it at the beginning, I almost thought that was Superman Blue, and he had became pure energy and was like viewing what Darkseid was doing. I didn't realize. I always that. think of uh, what you say, the Dark Racer, Death Racer, what? Black, Black Racer. Racer, Black Racer around the Olympics. Yeah, I can see sea. that. He looks like a skier, especially yeah. the uh, like Paralympics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Because he was, he was a, he was a yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. He was paralyzed. I recently, <laughs> recently. I thought you just said, he was paralyzed. That's and the now joke, you Joe. know the rest of the story. Oh, I get it. And that man became. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. Louis Gossett <laughs> And now you know the rest, the rest of I the story. I miss Paul Harvey. <laughs> So he what? was the original M. Night, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. He had that he one. Was, what a twist! <laughs> yeah. What a twist! <laughs> so, what was your favorite episode coming out of what, reviewing all the Justice League episodes? Uh, Flash and Substance. Of course, it <laughs> without was. question. Yeah, the 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 Flash centric episode is spectacular. I like the um, the epilogue episode from Unlimited. That one's great too. I'm not yeah. gonna lie; that episode kind of makes me teary. Is that the Superman the, in the future? No, Batman Beyond. Batman it, Beyond. It, it, Batman. Oh, Batman Beyond. He yeah. goes. He goes and talks to Amanda Waller. And yep, this is yep. ten years after the part where they show Batman talking to Ace from the Royal Flush Gang, where he says, "Like, like I watched that the other day, and I'm like, is, I can't watch this again." You're like, such I, a pussy. Oh, dude! I, I, <laughs> after becoming a father, I'm such a softie. You know, I cry retarded shit all the time. It's awful. So it's just that's it's just what happens. I I liked uh, the one where who was it? I think it was a Vandal Savage. Mm-hmm. He shot Superman. He shot him into the future. You know, it was like oh, hereafter. Yeah, that was from hereafter. Yeah, it was a two two parter hereafter. That, that that was great. That was yeah. beautiful, actually. That was really, that one. Really good. That one's really cool because it's basically two completely separate stories. Yes, like the first part is basically the death of Superman. Yeah. And then the second part is all Superman in the future with Vandal Savage. And yeah, that's great That stuff. was my introduction but Great to psychological Savage. thing you know, yeah. with Vandal Savage. I understand, yeah. you know, they have the action, they have the, the insects and all that, and they need to get that core. 
it would have worked fine without that. Just Vandal Savage, you know, his little fortress, and it, it, he built it, uh, you know, with all those self-help books. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's just so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sad. And what? then at the end, it's like, oh, there's Vandal Savage. And yeah. He's not that guy yet. So <laughs> I'm going to punch him in the face. My favorite was when he was talking about, when he's fighting Superman, and he keeps talking about how he killed each Justice League. Yep. And he's like, Green Lantern lasted the longest. I think I killed him right Green here, Green. actually. And I'm mm-hmm. like... Oh, this is fucked up, man. Yeah. This is so serious. Like that was a good episode, though. So many great things in that. I'll never forget the the Flash trying to hit on chicks at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, where he says, "You know, I'm close personal friends with Superman." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's always talking about getting frappuccinos yeah. for the ladies. Voiced by by Michael Rosenbaum. Very, very. That's like my favorite role of him. Of all yeah, like, who would have made a fine Flash? I yeah. agree. Live action. Yeah. Though his regular hair is kind of weird. Yeah, well, you know, just keep it shaved. Yeah. Oh, I saw him in Sorority Boys. When I saw it, when I actually saw I'm him. I'm sorry. Why? Because oh, that movie's hilarious. I don't care. That movie's really funny. Oh, don't forget that short-lived sitcom. Uh, was it Breaking In on yeah, Fox? Yeah, yeah. The Break-Ins on Fox. Breaking In. Sorry. <laughs> you realize what podcast you're on right now, Joe? Damn yeah, it. Yeah, I'm on Breaking In. <laughs> so since since uh, oh, we've just been bullshitting for a while here now. Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. All right. Um. Let's go ahead and talk about the Flash show. Like, um, being a huge Flash fan that you are, Joe. Like, what, what's your? I know it's Barry Allen, and that's not your because you had, you did a huge. I wouldn't say it, it's not a bitter article. It's just that you recognize that Wally West had that. Like, you can never recapture that Wally West moment that you had with Mark Wade and Jeff Johns. Like their runs that they had. Like more, more yeah, than Mark yeah. Wade and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I came came to the Flash when Wally was the Flash. Right. I never knew Barry as the Flash, and uh, and so the sort of shoving aside of Wally and sh- really shoehorning Barry back into the DC universe just didn't. It it hasn't done anything for me at all. Like I'm just I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. To me, Barry's he's a flashback. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never read a comic flashback. with him. In, yeah, yeah. I've never read a comic with. Him in it that hasn't been, you know, like an untold tale or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah. I mean, he he was. How old are you? I'm I'm 35. I'm I'm 31. So yeah, we're pretty close. Then who's who's Barry the Flash yeah. of? He's he's the people the in their flash 50s? of people in their fifties. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, people. So who, clearly, people, people are watching before. the CW. Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. Because exactly. <laughs> when I think of young teenage girls, I think of fifty-year-old men. I think yeah. their grandfather <laughs> yeah. sitting with them, watching Vampire Diaries, <laughs> and then watching the Flash, the Arrow, and then the Flash. TV I remember show. when Carmen Infantino was drawing <laughs> this book. <laughs> that was what my women were claiming to suck his dick while he was drawing too. God, women can barely vote and. Black people did not have rights. God bless America. <laughs> they didn't get counted on the census. <laughs> and then they flip over to Fo- did they flip over to Fox News after this? Too? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Did we just get way political? On this? Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little. I'm sorry. I'm a little. Little. We're gonna move on. Mm. Yeah, but no, I uh, I I liked the two parter that Barry was in on Arrow. Yeah, uh, I I like Grant Gustin a lot for the way that he is being written as Barry. Is he more Wally esque, or he I, he has more personality than I expect usually right. from Barry Allen? Uh, not not Wally esque, really, but yeah. How old is Barry? How old is Barry on the show? No, in, in the comics. Uh, I tw- to me, late twenties, early thirties. Really, he always probably. seemed way older to me. Yeah, well, I was very fatherly. He had yeah. that pipe, you know. He walked <laughs> yeah. around. I'm like, okay. he wore a smoking jacket all the time. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking, yeah. okay, this guy's Reed Richards' age. Yeah, right. Right. 
Yeah, I, I always thought of him as being in his 40s. Exactly. Yeah. So, no matter what anyone tells me about him, I'm like, he's an old guy. <laughs> yeah. Do you but, think that they purposely brought him back in the comics because they like, they're like, we know the 52 is coming, we want the original characters to start... Like, I'm not saying it's the right reason, but that's my question. Because you look at it... Well, if they like, wanted the original characters, then why isn't Alan Scott the Green Lantern? Uh, no, then then Jay Garrick would have been the Flash. I'm talking about, okay. like, what made... The so like they want the Silver Age, they want the the main seven that formed the Justice League. You know what I, I mean? The same problem I have with Wally, I, I have with uh, John Stewart. Right. Ninety percent of the world knows the Justice League based off the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Right. Neil right? Neil Adams made a great argument about this on the the Fat Man on Batman thing. He said uh, when talking about the movie, he's like uh, <laughs> he's like I didn't like the movie because he said it just it. They did some cool effects. He's like, but I just didn't think that it had heart. Like, there's not enough human characterization in the Green Lantern movie. Yeah. I'm a Green Lantern fan. And I was just kind of like, it was okay. Like, I mean, it wasn't great. Like, I wanted more out of that movie. I've never watched the movie in one setting. Um, but I think John Stewart, and as I'm a Hal fan, but I like most of the Green Lantern. I think John Stewart would have made a more a more appealing character on this. As like, the black minority is pretty huge, yep. and that you had a Justice League cartoon that ran for. Five, six years. It was four. It was four seasons. Four yeah. seasons. Yeah, and I, I just think that. But and it's still on today. Yeah, yeah. Still kids, no, kids. On, yep. on and CW. it permeated into lunchboxes, sheets, toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's everywhere. Voiced by Phil Lamar. And it, it just and if, if you if you have to have a black guy in the Justice League, don't go with Cyborg. Yeah, let's let's. He's a stick Cyborg on there. Yeah, that doesn't I, make any sense. I like the fact that they want to promote Cyborg more, but yes, he's always been a Teen Titan to me, and Shell always. And for them to okay, we're going to promote him in the comics. He has a successful cartoon where he's known as a Teen Titan. Yeah, you're right. That my son can't get enough. of Oh, neither yeah. can I. It's so hilarious. Too three year olds love the guy. So what do we do? We have him snapping necks and shooting people in the face. That's right. Same did with you, Starfire. Did you watch Just- Boobies? <laughs> did you watch Justice League War yet? Yes, it's not great. Uh, no, it's a, it's. I, I did no Aquaman. And and Hal is kind of a dick. Like I don't like the way they portrayed Hal. I Hal. would say Justice League War. They're all kind of dicks. I think yeah. Hal Jordan's always kind of a dick, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, he does. He's he's more arrogant. But they made him like they made him the comic relief. They made him what Wally West was on the Justice League cartoon, though. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, pissed me off more than anything. Like he was just very. It was more flamboyant than anything. I did not like the portrayal of it. And Diana was very stiff. Like, you know what I mean? It was just... We're getting to that uh, complaining old man territory. I understand. But So, as we go back to the Flash real quick, and then we'll go... Real right quick. Yeah. We're 18 minutes. Okay. So, you you do you enjoyed his appearance on, on schedule, Arrow, guys. right? I did. I liked his appearance on Arrow. Um, I, I actually like the promo images that I've seen so far. As or, do I. Okay. Yeah. I, or, or as I've been saying, I don't outright hate them. So I want to see him in motion. Yeah, the same, me too. The first uh, picture they released to Hellboy, Ron Perlman. I'm like, that looks okay, but fake. But seeing him move, seeing everything in motion, it was bad. sold me on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a short like a, a vine or something out there of him like in between takes, just sort of jogging a little bit. Yeah. In, the, in the Flash costume, and I think it looks good. Cool. But you know, the super speed is going to sell that show. Yeah. It depends on how. Do you it's think they'll look. do it like uh, Smallville? 
like where they just show the zippy lines, or do you think it'll they'll have to do a little bit more uh, with it? That's going to get old real quick. I agree. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So they're going to have to find something else. I to think do. they're going to do. I, I would like to see them do. You know, the whole everything freezes around him. Mm-hmm. And he moves at normal speed. But it, it's a show about a guy who does things fast. So yeah, you're going to have plenty of opportunities every episode to to show speed a different way, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you got to get a little think outside the box, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And how many years of comics do you have to reference back? At least, at least two. <laughs> at least two. We only. Oh, it's only based on the new fifty-two. <laughs> Hot air five to you, Joe. That was nice. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. I haven't actually caught up to that point in Arrow, but I, I've been watching Arrow because it's on Netflix, and I do enjoy the show. I've only seen one episode. That was the one with Ben Browder in it. Yeah, and it was awful. That which, one was pretty <laughs> terrible. Which, which one's that? He is Blackhawk. Ben Browder is. Black I haven't Hawk. gone to that episode. Okay, yet, yeah, it's so. in season one. I, I like. I, I just saw the, the only one. I, well, I just saw the ones with uh, Slade Wilson on it, where like they show him on the island. Those were pretty badass episodes. Yeah. I, so. I still have an issue with the city's not named the same. He's not wearing a freaking costume. Why isn't he the Green Arrow? He gets he gets arrow. the costume in the second season though. He's actually wearing the mask and everything. I, he, he's going to be called the Green Arrow. Before if you're going said. to base it on something, then base it on something. You so don't mad. You're so it. mad about this. I'm mad. Well, anytime anyone does this, Guardians of the Galaxy. You're going to base it on something, base it on it. Do you want to take a break and talk about this when you come back? <laughs> Thanks, Joe, for running the show. <laughs> My mouse is asleep. All right, and we are back, and I think Bruce uh, cooled down a little bit after the end of that last uh, yeah. segment. He was yeah. a little hot about that. I did want to go back for a second. Uh, you, uh, you implied that DC had a plan when it came to the new 52. Well, certain things had a plan. <laughs> I I will easily admit, like, what was the book? Uh, Blue Beetle? Didn't you say, like, the guys were just, like, it was all on the whim or something like that? You had read an interview, like, uh... Oh, uh, who was... With John Rosen? Yeah, and uh, Scott Collins. Mm-hmm. Where... Scott McDaniel. Scott, was it Scott McDaniel? Yeah, yeah, Scott yeah, McDaniel yeah. said he yeah. was writing half of it because, oh, like, yeah. he, that, John Rosen wasn't doing shit with it. Right? They had this very large, very public argument mm-hmm. about it. And then you, all these other your buddy Rob Liefeld. He's not my buddy. <laughs> I think the new Fifty Two. I think there was a series of sticky notes, and then I think a janitor came in and took them. Yeah. It, well, I'd be surprised if there were sticky notes. And those sticky notes are now valiant. <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there, nice. Oh, oh. Valiant's uh, doing pretty well right yeah, now. Too. Yeah. See? And I'll tell you what. I've read a couple of their books. Exo Man of War by uh, uh, Robert Vendetti is. It's, actually it's still Exo Man of War. It's it could be the most awesome Exo Man of War ever, but it's still Exo Man of War. I don't know Exo Man of War from the 90s. All I know is... A gold-plated turd. Still a turd. I, I purchased some issues of Exo Man of War once because Mark Wade wrote them. Never read them. Just I don't was, have uh, that was with Carrie Nord, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. yeah. And Carrie yeah. Nord... I, I, too, own one or two of those. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Nord's the one who's Couldn't been working a lot with them, too. Has he? Yeah. He did the first, he did the first arc, and he's... He, he has, like, a series of artists that are rotating in, like, every five or six issues. Okay. So, like, Kerry Nord started off the book, looks great. Lee Garber did the second arc, I think, or maybe the third arc. Okay. They, they, they look pretty consistent. Is Bart Sears involved at all? Nope. He is the quintessential Exo Manowar artist to me. Because all the promotional images for Exo Manowar, when he first came out, were Bart Sears. Mm-hmm. And you enjoyed that a lot? I like Bart Sears. Bart like, Sears does one of my favorite Batman stories like called Going Sane from the Legends of the Dark Knight with, uh, I think, written by Dave Mateus. And it's all about how Joker thinks he actually beats Batman and he starts leaving, or like living a legitimate life. Like he becomes a normal person. Yeah. And he watches like old, it's a great book. And then Batman shows up again and he starts slowly going mad again. It's like, Batman's causing the Joker to go crazy. 
It's a great concept. You know what I mean? It was it was just entertaining. That was a drone. Well, it's part series. I mean, okay. well, who was inking him? Because that's I, that's important. Some dude. Some dude. <laughs> Maybe Bart Sears Terry his own penis. <laughs> Didn't he ink everybody with someone? his own penis? <laughs> what? Dip it in. Oh, no. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's oh. I'll find out who it is. Who was the guy that followed uh, Frank Quietly on uh, New X-Men? Uh, Igor. E- Igor Corday. Yeah. yeah. That guy, man. That when, guy got a bum rap. He did. But, yeah. But it looked but like. But it was horrible. Yes. <laughs> it looked like he inked it with a wheelchair. Yeah. But, like, he. I think. <laughs> Wasn't he draw he... a book in a weekend yeah, or he something? Did. Yeah. That's the story he tells. That he guy was got given a lot. Yeah. so hard. Because, like, Frank Quietly, did he have health problems or was it just because he's incredibly slow to He's just him? incredibly slow. Yeah. His health problem is he's incredibly slow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he actually did have. I think during. Uh, what was it? Uh, when he did Batman and Robin, uh, he did the first three issues. And then kind of backed up because he literally was having problems, like some kind of... Uh, like with what? His hand, his wrist, his arm, his leg, his back? I think he had, like, I think he had to keep his arm in a splint for a while because he couldn't, like, his, like, a hmm. carpal tunnel or something huge. I, I thought that was already always planned as a rotating cast of artists. But he was supposed to come back at some point in time, too, okay. and he never did. He just kept doing covers yeah. because he could... I mean, as slow as he was, he was turning out even slower. Does it bother you, the, the rotating... Uh... Artists. No, I think if it's planned, it's fine. If it's I, I think planned, it has to be the, based on the arc. Yeah, and and the writer can, you know, work with the artist and sort of tailor what they're doing yeah. to that artist. Then absolutely, I'm totally fine with. Now, that. does it does it seem to me like there used to be this is the artist on that book and that's the way it was, or am I remembering things with rose colored glasses? Um, Growing up, I think it was just hey that guy draws Spider Man. There, there are yeah. Well, Mark Bagley. Oh yeah, no, 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 that's exactly for, what for I thought months. as soon as they yeah. said Spider-Man for two two years straight without a break. Um, but no, I I think that there there has become a, a trend, I guess, of going towards you know artists for certain arcs and then they trade off and and yeah, because I mean going back to the Flash, like Greg LaRoque drew the Flash nonstop for for four or five years and then. And then Mike Wairingo came on and drew it for for a year and a half or so, and then no. and then it was it was you know Oscar Jimenez. And these were and, twelve issue years. Yeah, yeah. Now, so. did they do their own annuals? Uh, no, okay. but but at the time on the Flash, like all the annuals were Elseworlds and yeah, oh, uh, that, yeah, two thousand one. Yeah, then, that was the uh, the the crazy the gimmicks. Yeah, that yeah, the, like where they put every annual in a fucking month. You know, it yeah. was awful. It's, mm-hmm. or, what was the uh, the, Earth, the ones where they did the Earth in the future. Legends of the Dead Earth. Yeah. That was one of them. Well, I've also... Ghosts. Uh, Ghosts was one of Ghosts them, Ghosts was like, one, yeah. Mike Norton's talked about like when he first got in the comics, when he would follow somebody, he was told, ape their style so it doesn't distract the reader. Hmm. Interesting. And looking back at some older books, while the artist would change from... And I'm talking 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the artist would change, you, it wasn't that drastic of a difference. Yeah, that's true. It, 80s and 90s was like that. And, and I know this from... Kind of two different people. Justin talks about this when he was trying to show artwork to people, like when he would go to uh, what's uh, Wizard World in Chicago. Yeah. That one that they said, if you're going to draw and have a style like somebody, you need to. We want you to draw more like this to make it house look, style. Yeah, exactly. They mm-hmm. wanted more of the house style. And the other guy that I worked with at Best Buy, who had, or not Best Buy, I'm sorry, Target, that had worked on um, TMNT. TMNT. Yeah, he said that um, when he would. Uh, he he ran into two different problems. They said, "Oh, we want you to draw more like this person." So he would start trying to draw more like 
like he would try to draw the books like how the people were drawing. So if he was doing Spider-Man, he would draw like Todd McFarlane. They're like, oh, well, you need to draw your own style. And then he would do that. And they're like, well, we want more of like something like Todd McFarlane. Yeah. So he, you get the runaround from editor to editor as these fucking editors change, too. Right. That's the other problem, too. I mean, Mike Marks has gone back between DC and Marvel three times in the past, what, five years now? Six mm-hmm. years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, wow. He was an X-Men editor, and then next thing you know, he's like, he's Batman editor, and he's, he's the one who's making the Batman books all big dick. And now he's just hopped right off and gone back to do the, the Avengers editing. I think stuff, so. yeah, Avengers So, I mean, I think these editors make some of these decisions, too. It's crazy. I don't know how we got off this tangent, but it's... I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I like... You don't you don't like the aping? You don't like rotating artists? I don't like rotating artists. Okay. I don't like jarringly different artists okay. uh, on, on my books. I like to sit down and... See a consistency. May, maybe the writers are, are doing too large of arcs. That could be or of, maybe yeah. the artists aren't sticking around. I don't know. I just think back to uh, Fantastic Four when Hickman was doing it. And the way... Eaglesham did it. Yeah. Dale Eaglesham. And I was happy with that. That was good. And then it changed. But <laughs> but the storytelling didn't change. You know? I mean, it was... Mm-hmm. It's still Hickman. It's still the... the uh, His concept of the characters. His version of them still going through, but the art was different. And then they had the spinoff book, The Future Foundation. Same characters, same voices, same costumes. Totally different art. It it made me uncomfortable. Hmm. It's as if you, you... Do you think it affects you Watch a movie and every 15 minutes there's a different actor. Yeah. I mean, that, Interesting. That throws you. This would be like watching James Bond and seeing Sean Connery start off and halfway through Roger Moore just walks in as James Bond. You're like, oh, and this shit's happening now? It's like Daniel Craig for one scene. Yeah, exactly. You know, because that... Be that would actually be an interesting <laughs> yeah. movie to watch. <laughs> I'm like, here's my money. I want to see was this that, shit. Uh, what was the Terry Gilliam movie? The one Heath Ledger died during. Oh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Yeah, they, they did yeah, that. They did do that. But yeah. they had kind of a reason. It's yeah, all well, these different dream worlds. What was the yeah. uh, Bob Dylan movie where they had like six different people? I, I'm not there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and who, they had a chick even play. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, was, that's was a cool. That was kind of a cool. But they're again planned. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, there's a purpose. Behind this is it. the Fantastic Four for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fine if it's like, hey, this guy's going to draw all the negative zone scenes. Mm-hmm. This guy's going to draw. All yeah, the... I I like when it's done that way. If you've got multiple people on the same issue, yeah, and then they, absolutely the styles yeah. need to match because. Or you, you need to separate your team and have one artist do one of each. Yeah. Because I've, I've read old X-Men comics where it's that way. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Like uh... like where the team splits up and it's like, okay, Jay Lee's going to draw the, like, the Cyclops. Oh, I see what you're saying. And, yeah. I get you. Like, yeah, there are, there are a couple issues of Batman Incorporated, the most recent series, that you know Chris Burnham was drawing most of it. And then uh, Jason Masters, I think, would do like two or three pages just yeah. in the middle. Right. And and I know like in, in issue eight, the the spoiler death of Damian Damian Wayne issue, the his pages like in previous issues it had come like, oh, there's a three issue or a three page scene. He draws that, cut back to whatever you were doing yeah. before. And that it's just like, Oh, here's three pages of Jason Masters thrown into the middle of the scene. Was that, that jarring? Burnham, it was draw it was jarring, yeah. You absolutely. could you could see a difference to it. But the I'm not trying to justify it, but they like Chris Burnham was turning out some pretty great work on that book too. Actually, mm-hmm. then give the guy another week. It's that's what I. That's, you know, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with waiting another week or two. Like if you say, "Hey, this book's oh. been coming out at the beginning of every month," push it back to the end of the like the end of the next month just to make sure he. Yeah. They, I, I would agree with that. Uh, the, the, he they, was. They did that. have their press release date that they had to hit. Yeah. 
when they announced the well, death of Damian the guy Wayne some overtime. before the issue came pay out. Pay the guy some overtime. <laughs> and you know what? The editor drives some food to his fucking house. Right. Right? Yeah. Well, Mike Martz was you on get a goddamn masseuse in there. Yeah. Whatever you need to do. Asian style. Slurpy, slurpy. Whatever works. <laughs> it's like those. It's, there's issues of Batman, the current series, that... Greg Capullo stuff? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, Scott Snyder writes the first... 22 pages, Greg Capullo draws it. And then for the last 10 pages, it's co-written by Snyder and Tinian and drawn by someone else completely. But it's still it, part it, of the same story. Uh, that just throws me throws Sometimes me off it completely. is and sometimes it's not. Like, uh, sometimes it's They not. were doing the flashback sequences with Alfred for a while, and yeah. it was... Uh, 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 Albuquerque was doing the artwork, and that was yeah, beautiful. But, but on issue 12 is the one that I'm thinking of specifically. It's the first issue after the end of the Court of Owls storyline, and it's the Harper Row story. Yeah, but they and brought it. No, they brought in a completely new artist for that book. Like, it yeah, yeah, no, Be- no, Becky Cloonan drew 22 pages, which was, and then some other dude drew the last 10 pages of the exact same story, completely different style from Cloonan's. It looked like garbage. Yeah, yeah. That, but and Becky Cloonan's stuff did look good too. I, I love Becky. Right, I love but Becky if she's Clunan. not doing the whole book, there's right. no point in her doing yeah, anything. And it was such book. a big deal. Oh, she's the first woman who's ever drawn Batman. Right. Then why not have her draw the full issue? Yeah, and it's not like she didn't have enough time to do it either. Yeah. Too. I agree. So yeah, that that makes me nuts if it happens in the middle of a story. Right. But if it's you know issues between arcs or whatever, yeah. then I'm. I'm okay with single it. self-contained filler. Yeah, yeah, they they used to do that. That was the that was the break issue. Is like, oh, it's like the interlude in the story, or it's the epilogue yeah. of story. You had somebody do the epilogue. It's a palate cleanser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in the old days, you could do that every four or five issues. Here's an issue that doesn't matter because we wrapped up everything. Yeah, you can't do that nowadays. Yeah, like on Animal Man. You know, I know you wanted to talk about Animal. Oh, Man Oh yeah, a absolutely. Bit. Um, yeah, Chaz Chaz Trogue drew most of it, but there are a couple issues in between there that. Tom Grummet drew. Those like are great the, issues, the too. Secret Origins the issue and the... And Justice League. The uh, Justice League issue, yeah. Yeah, that was good. But they have similar enough style that it still all blends together. Right. So, but, you know, it wasn't in the middle of a storyline. It was a separate piece. The one thing that I thought was really weird about the new Animal Man run, too, is Travel Foreman started off doing the artwork, and he fit that story so great. And then, I don't know if he just got slow or whatever, but then they started mixing in... Uh, was it Pew, Chris yes, Pugh? Yes, Steve Pugh. Steve Pugh. Steve Pugh. Which, he's an older animal. Like, I get why they brought him in, but they're contrasting styles. He's a good artist on his own. I, no, I agree. Although he is one yeah. of those guys, he can change his style based on subject matter. He made it try to look like it, and the colorist blended it in, so it yeah. wasn't as harsh, but you could tell a difference, though. Yeah, and, and it sort of works on that book, too, because you've got stuff in the real world, and then you've got stuff taking place over in the red. Right. So to have different art styles actually works from a story perspective. But but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Did you did you like the uh, annual that Travel Foreman came back and did that annual the second annual or whatever with the the, the flashback with his son? I I uh, I actually stopped reading Animal Man oh. after I was gonna pick it up in trades yeah. after Rot World ended. I was so into Rot World. Uh, they they, the, they the fizzled on between that and Swamp Thing, and then I just felt like it just ended. The not thing that great. pissed me off about Rot World a lot was they they had this huge build up to it. Yannick Paquette did not do the last issue of the Rot World, and then when you thought the Rot World was going to end, they had both had their own wrap-up issues after where Yannick Paquette came back, and it was a great issue. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a beautiful issue. Yeah. And Travel Foreman came back and did like like or no, they I think they still had the consistent artwork on the Animal Man one, but it was like you ended this thing, but then each one of them had the actual ending in a different book. It was yeah. really. Do you weird. think that was like a weird editorial thing where that was the final issue and then they pushed it back? Maybe or they to insert something. 
I don't know. Because, I mean, the, the way... That, did you read no. Rot World? So the way that it was structured is, like, the first part was a two-parter that was a specific crossover between Animal Man and Swamp Thing. And it was about right? how they were getting to the Rot World, like, one, and uh, going against Arcane. Yeah, and then they split off for three or four issues. So one part takes part in the red, the other one takes part in the green. Yeah. And so, and then it's like... They came merge. back together. And, then and they came back Animal together. Man say, like, this is us fighting against this Justice League that's fought or taken over by the Rot World, and, you know, we got to use this makeshift red Justice League. And then it's like the makeshift green Justice League all trying to fight together. And you're like, hey, they, oh, we fell back through time, and uh, this is what's happening now. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was aside, kind of aside from the ending just not making any, any sense at all. Right. Uh, but yeah. I mean, and yeah. if they were going to keep it separate, they should have showed them handling their own separate because Animal Man was taking on the three, like the Hunters three, mm-hmm. and then Swamp Thing was taking Arcane. Have like, don't make Arcane the big bad guy if Animal Man's not even going to fucking fight him. Just yeah. keep keep them where they were going, and you could have had your own. Yeah, thing. that that diminishes Animal Man's contribution. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Because no, I'm, the, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, yeah, you're, no, you're right. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying now. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying that. No, no, no. My was, suggestion was yeah. okay. I see what you're saying. But uh, yeah, like it, the book got better. Like you know, the endings that they gave were good. It was just. But the, they came a month too late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it they, was, they were billed as the end, but it was really not the end. It was, it was like the hey, month before the can end. Can any story really end nowadays? No. Do, do stories yeah. end anymore? I mean, you can have... I, I think there can be stories that are self-contained that do have a definite beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't happen very often. Paul uh, Denny's Detective Run mm-hmm. had great single-issue stories. Was that with the Riddler? It, it yeah, he was included in Riddler, that. Riddler, the Joker, the, there, was, there was some great... I think issues. I only read the ones with the Riddler on the cover. Yeah. I, I like the Riddler. The, the, the Joker issue with Robin... Was a great issue for the one where he's in the car the whole time. Yes, yes. yeah, that that's that's an amazing issue. Don but, Kramer doing some of his finest oh, artwork. And too. Don Kramer, God, he draws the worst noses. But it was a good. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah, but I like <laughs> everything his work. else. I like his a, work a lot. Everything yeah. else is amazing, but it's like everyone just has a nose that needs to be broken. <laughs> and what reset. about what about Rags Morales though? He's always got that like. High nose or something like you know what I'm talking about the guy who did Identity Crisis and everything. Yeah, the, the nose is always kind of. It's good. He was perfect for drawing Ralph. Because mm-hmm. yeah, everyone right. has that yeah. nose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Anyways, that's why he got that job. So he draws a Ralph nose. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, time for another break again. We'll be right back. All right, and we are uh, back for uh, final thoughts on this episode. Sixty-seven. Uh, real quick question for you though, Joe. Yeah. Scott Liddell's Teen Titans. Do we need to go any further on this I conversation? I haven't read any of it. Jesus Christ, good. So. All right, Bunker? I, I flipped through the issue that revealed Kid Flash's secret origin as a He-Man character. Yeah, no, right. But what? Other than that, like no. an action figure? No, no. His, his real name, uh, his name is not Bartor. His real name is Bartor, which I thought just sounded like a, a He-Man, He-Man character. Is he he's, still from the future? Yeah, he's still from yeah, the future, he's like but a he's like a wanted criminal. And... So we got that. Didn't get Wally. Yeah, but Wally's supposed to. That got approved. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, Wally. Wally is scheduled to be back uh, in the. Uh, is it the annual Flash Annual I Three? Think so. In like two months. Who's drawing it? Um. Uh. Fuck. Who is drawing it? Uh. Brett Boone. Pop my hand. Okay. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> Jesus. You want to talk about jarring shifts of art style on comics? 
there were two issues of The Flash <laughs> that Pop Mahan drew that In are between horrible. Him. In between who? In between Paul Pelletier. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, who is like the cleanest yeah, yeah. Silver Age style. Right. Amazing, uh, fantastic form. Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. Is art. he the one who's doing Aquaman right now? Yeah, yeah. he's okay. drawing Aquaman right now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my hand. Here, here, look, spy Boy. Remember look, yeah. Spy Boy? And then uh, Young Justice. Yeah. Did he draw Young Justice? Yeah. He, he did that Spy Boy Young Justice crossover. I thought actually. he did just Young Justice, too. No, no he, that was, yeah, uh, that was Todd, Todd Knock. Knock. Todd yeah. Knock. Yeah. I'm not a Todd Knock fan, but I do enjoy Peter David's run on. What's Peter? Justice. I would. Yeah. Anything that Peter David You would blow Peter David while he was writing. I love Peter David. Uh, he's yeah. good. I, I would, agree. He has some health issues. You should probably. Blow him and pay him. What? <laughs> now get it over with. I thought he was Why? doing better. He's getting Claudio Sanchez money, buddy. Yeah, no, he's doing better. <laughs> That's, he's the same. He's having some. But issues. when he it was a stroke. Yeah, uh, at Disney World. Oh, wow. was he at Disney World? Oh, yeah. that's, that's a magical place on earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you know you can't die on Disney property? They really? will let you. Nope. They, they, they will. They, no, no, I'm being dead serious. They have to take you off property to pronounce you dead. Wow. I work there. Trust me. It's a real thing. Um, but no, I think P- awesome. P- Peter David is like my, my favorite writer. Uh, I will I would read anything he wrote. Yeah, I like Peter David. Just so goddamn clever. Mm-hmm. Really, I you remember. Just him, right? Well, it's just little things like uh, I remember like an old issue of uh, X Factor where it's uh, Polaris and uh, Havoc. They're just like, walking out of a theater or something, and they they just saw uh, Inherit the Wind. And <laughs> Alex Summers makes some sort of offhanded thing about uh, really wasn't I, what I expected for a sequel to uh, Gone with the Wind. <laughs> that's all this this just that and then I'm like what that's so funny how many other people awesome. got that that's really funny no one else got nobody had that my, my problem with Brett Booth doing this is why are they treating Brett Booth like he's the next Jim Lee cause he draws just like Jim Lee <clears throat> no he draws shittier than Jim Lee that's uh, like looking at his Teen mm. Titans run and the licorice whip rope that fucking Wonder Girl was running around there. <laughs> I thought it was like a Vine with thorns. It's supposed to be like it's like electric. That's the thing because like I remember when Jeff Johns did threw that in there and the Teen Titans like uh, she gets the like uh, lasso like Wonder Woman has, but it's from Ares, the God of War. So okay. it's more, which was a cool kind of concept, but just Brett Booth made it like I, everything looked like it was still drawn in night. Like everybody's wearing ninety five clothing. Like, yeah. It just didn't. Mm-hmm. Make it I don't. Everyone had an adorable little nose. Which I, I didn't care much for. Yeah, Scott or from uh, Brett Booth. Brett Booth in in the the Teen Titans. Yeah, and then uh, then he the, he was the Jay Lee replacement for Batman Superman. That's so weird. That's a huge. You talk about a huge shift in yeah, art style too. That's weird. And now he's taking after Francis Manipal on the yeah. Flash. Two jarring is, different styles. But is is Brett Booth fast? I don't know. Like, is he always on time? I don't think so. I don't know. Now, yeah. he Is he just that consistent guy? Maybe. I think he's just like, a consistent guy. We'll have Brett do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know he's a huge Flash fan. I know he's a big Wally West fan, because he, he did a couple unsolicited Wally West redesigns. I, saw, I did see those. Before yeah. New 52 started that were I thought were really cool. So when, when Wally comes back, will he be Wally? No. No. You don't no. think so? It's never gonna be. It's well, never gonna be Wally. No, Wally. no. I mean, the will will he be in a red suit? Will he have speed? Abilities? I, I think. Uh, I or don't will think he just be like a nephew have, that shows up? I think he'll just be a nephew that shows up. I don't think I'll have any of that stuff. They, they He's should, not gonna be the mystery Flash or something like that. That that is. Um, I think that's like Barry from the future or something. Something stupid. They're doing the Wally West story from uh, what was it? Um, the Mark Wade book uh, that was. Uh, it was the sequel to Kingdom Come. The Kingdom wasn't it like? Remember when there was that Flash and he was like in a darker red costume? Oh yeah, the yeah. But it was really just Barry, or it was Bart, it but was, it was just it was Wally. Yeah, it was Wally, but Walter he was West, like, yeah. 
he was kind of like mentally weird or something. I can't remember. It was something. He was from he was from an alternate timeline. Right. He was from an alternate hyper timeline. Um, and he was battle scarred because he in his world Linda Park had died. Right. And he had gone sort of crazy. Yeah. As a result. Do yeah. you think they're, they're going to recycle that? Then you think? I I don't know. I don't know what's I, I for for Wally uh, anyway. You know they they say that he's on the cover of that issue, uh, and there's a character in like the the cover that they've shown has the blue speedster character, right? Uh, and then a bunch of like fragments of scenes, yeah. uh, and one of them is uh, a person spray painting "Flash sucks" or something on the wall. I think that's going to be Wally. I think oh, that's their man. edgy, their hip, cool. Are you gonna we're going to completely change it because Wally West was the biggest Flash fan in the world, and we're going to make him hate the Flash. That's what we're going to do. That would be Why? Because it's the new 52. I would rather he just stay out of existence. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's not Wally. It's not really Wally. I, I, it's how I choose to look at it. I have toys of Wally. He, he was real. No, Wally was, Wally was real. <laughs> Is it, Wally you can't take ex- that from me. Zercher? Wally still exists in our hearts. Good. Is it Zercher? Or who's, uh, I can't remember. What the, who's the guy who's writing it now? Uh, is it Andrew Kreisberg? Oh, yeah. The guy who did the uh, Green Arrow run for a little bit. Yeah. I did not like his Green Arrow run. No? And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're just judging him because he wasn't Judd Whitting. He, he wasn't good either. Yeah. He I took over at a weird time with the Green Arrow too, like where they were pushing him to be more hard ass too. Yeah, because him and because uh, Winnick Winnick's run was all about Green Arrow, Black Canary, get together, get together, get right. together, and then Judd Winnick leaves, and they're like, "I'm angry at you." Well, then let you, us never speak <laughs> again. And then you dealt with they got married for God's sake, and yeah. then they're like, "I'm moving out." Roy got his arm torn off in that uh, Cry for Rise Justice. Of, yeah, yeah, Cry yeah. For, and then. Uh, Star City Good blew stuff. up. Yep. Good stuff. Right for <laughs> where he, he beat up a, a man with a cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Green Arrow kills. Good stuff. James Robinson, baby. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, so well, I would say the only good thing to come out of that was uh, uh, a Green Arrow villain, Cupid. Yeah, I liked her. Cupid. Interesting. She she was in love with uh, Green Arrow. She like collected his arrows from crime scenes. That's and awesome. It's kind of creepy. She that carved is... carved hearts into herself. That's and... not awesome. That's creepy. But it's <laughs> she, kind of she that's was a creepy. Cool. Yeah, she was she was terrifying. I liked her. Yeah, it sounds cool. Like, he saved her in the beginning. Absolutely, it was like one of those. She was screaming, "Help me!" Somebody's beating her up in a window or whatever. He shoots yeah. the guy, and she just loses her mind over him and becomes a stalker. <laughs> oh, one like, like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. she was Superboy like that. Yeah, Mark Wade wrote. One of the first uh, well, comics I ever read. Well, then that guy, he, he stole it. <laughs> no, he didn't. This Real was in 1991. It was, was Superboy, the TV series comic book. Will you, uh, will you buy Flash to see what happens mm-hmm. with Wally then? Yeah, okay. I pre-ordered it already. All right, I'll check so that's, it out. What, that's what I wanted to know. All right, well, I think that kind of wraps up this one. So um, find us on the ever-amazing BruceOHughes.com, where Bruce is in the process of finishing up lettering Iron and Ink 3. Yes, and then moving on to Finite with Finite. Uh, young Michael here. Yes, hopefully we'll get some shake uh, on here. And I will probably have a daughter here in the next month, so. Yes. There we go. So it means I'll probably be on And uh, Joe before. will be on the internet. I, I am on the internet. I am on Twitter, at Joe Grunenwald. Uh, I am on Facebook. Uh, and I do have a podcast uh, with my friend uh, Eric Schonborn called The Viewmasters. Uh, and you can look for that on the Gutter Trash Network. And go ahead and Google it. <laughs> Nerdspan, nerd right? Yeah, yeah. nerdspan.com is where I can be found uh, sporadically writing 
ramblings about comics and reviewing books. And is there a name for your uh, column or anything? Or uh, the the column is officially called Thought Bubbles. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it, it was regular when it started and hasn't been regular for about a month <laughs> and a half. Shame on you! I have been busy. <laughs> and I'm started again. There we go. <laughs> so we get a random uh, hiccup there. I, uh, my mouse falls asleep. I click it to wake it up. It's on a button. So, so, pretty, so what you're trying to say is your computer just had the equivalent to like a queef. I so had. I had. had. <laughs> I had. Right. We will see you kitties on the intro. <laughs> and the first day, and so I said, this could get hit.